Good morning, City Church. This is Eric with a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's word, a moment of grace. The final dimension of maturity I want to consider with you during this takeover week is our speech. In the Ephesians 4 passage, which has been our anchor for these four reflections, Paul writes this, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. Speaking the truth in love is an essential component of Christian maturity. As a kid, I got into a lot of trouble because of my mouth. I was quick-witted and confident, which made for a bad combination. My speech was a powerful weapon, and early on I learned that I could get my way, put people in their place, and win arguments with my words. I also learned that I could make teachers really mad, lose friends, and cause pain with my words. My fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Vaca, in particular, bore the brunt of my verbal prowess. She ran a tight ship, and that ship didn't have a lot of room for 11-year-old sarcasm, which just happened to be my prepubescent love language. Sarcasm was my preferred means to be funny and to get attention through that humor. I didn't stop to consider the impact I was having on others. Immaturely, I concluded it was their problem. They needed to toughen up. After all, I was only joking. Then, somewhere along the line, I read Proverbs 26.18. Like a madman throwing firebrands and arrows of death is the man who deceives his brother and says, I was only kidding. I was sufficiently chastened. Looking back, I see how a big part of my growing as an adolescent was learning how to speak in a mature manner. And reading scripture, I see how central speech is to spiritual maturity. In fact, the Bible is low-key obsessed with our words as a sign of maturity. At first, for me, growing in speech meant self-editing. The first growth in verbal maturity was not saying out loud everything that went through my brain. Then I started to realize that mature speech doesn't just speak true words. It offers the right word at the right time in the right way. My dad once told me, honesty is overrated. What he meant was less don't tell the truth and more become wise enough to tell the truth in the right way and at the right time. Of course, this process of growth isn't simply past tense. My words continue to be one of the primary ways God matures me. This process can be particularly humbling since I'm sort of a professional communicator. Using words is what I do for a living. But this fall, a friend called me to question ways I had communicated some information about the church, wondering if I had been dishonest. Another friend called me a few years ago because of something I said during a worship service that felt loaded and partisan and a departure from the gospel. Those were hard conversations, but I'm grateful for both because they revealed ways I still need to grow in my speech. I was able to hear those criticisms because my identity and security doesn't rest on always getting things right with my speech. My identity and security rest in Christ. And that's the remarkable thing about what Paul says in Ephesians 4. We are to grow up in every way into Christ who is the head and... As Paul continues in the next verse, it is from Christ that the whole body builds itself up in love. The grammar of Paul's sentence is hard to follow. It's one of those classic places where Paul interrupts his own train of thought and piles one idea on top of another. But what he's saying is this, Christ is both the end and the means of our maturity. That is, we both grow up into Christ and we grow by being anchored to Christ. You see, that's the key that unlocks maturity. All week, I've been a little uneasy sharing these podcasts with prescriptions of Christian growth. 
they could be misunderstood. Is Eric just replacing some self-generated resolutions with new ones dressed up in Christian language? No. I'm reminding us of the gospel, the grace that flows from the gospel, a gospel which is not opposed to our efforts at growing in grace. The gospel accepts us as we are, broken and bruised and immature, but it doesn't leave us there. The very same gospel grows us up into mature manhood, into the very likeness of Christ. It would be amiss if we looked back at the end of our lives or of our years together as a church and saw a lack of maturity a hesitancy to grow in and by God's grace because we didn't want to be legalistic. We're saved by grace, but by a grace that transforms us from one degree of glory to another. This year, let's use God's word, weekly worship, and renewed speech to become whole. This year, City Church, let's mature into the full stature of Christ together. You know how when you open a Christmas card from a family in a different state that you haven't seen all year and you recognize the parents because they pretty much look the same, but staring off the page is this teenager that you barely recognize. That's what Christian maturity is like. We'll look different. We'll be remade. And as we're made more holy this year by the grace and power of God, let's rejoice that our younger self will hardly be recognizable. You think about that, City Church. We'll be back on Monday with another Good Morning City Church. Until then, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.